Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and, and it's understood. There's one perfect thing and sugar, this, this one is it. We all are so excited because we're reunited. you so much and i'd love to say that i'm so 100 percent happy to be back but i'm not yeah. i'm 100 percent happy to be back with you guys yes. Uh-huh. yes but this uh temperature difference is striking mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> from, mm-hmm. from the lovely shores of maine to the lovely desert of saint george utah it is quite striking i did wear my um yep harpswell main t-shirt yep. here today to mm-hmm. um point out that i was where it was not hot mm-hmm. and while i didn't and miss where you, we weren't where right. you guys weren't mm-hmm. right yeah and where my heart is what? Because it's the ocean. Well, it, just because of the landscape and the. What do you think about that? And I think I think Jill. I don't think you could live there full year. No, I know. No, I know. no, no. She would be I, missing I, us I, come mm, like but November. How nice to be able to go and spend. Yeah. yeah, the best time of year. It is the best time of yeah. year. I told Judd that, especially when it's the hottest here. Oh, it's it's like leaving the nasty winter of St. George, which. AKA is really more like the summer, the nasty yeah. summer, and yeah. going yeah, yeah. to your summer place. I told Judd it's not too long before I stay there all summer. Yeah, when are you buying that place? Because Patty and yeah, I. Yeah, because I could come. Mm-hmm. We could, we, <laughs> you guys, we, we could come. Yeah, we, we could come. We, yeah. of course. We, we are about, coming. It's not about buying for us, because of course, I'll ne- we'll never live there full time because of, you know, the cold and the snow and the humidity but um i you know that is the plan is for me to spend more time there so my peeps can come well that's a yeah. great plan i love that yeah, that's Eight a good weeks plan and yeah that's a really mm-hmm. good plan mm-hmm. don't you think love it because then we could just hop on over to nova scotia where you're where my peeps are peeps yeah are. and i'm sure that i have many peeps on the nova scotia side that, that would love that they yeah. might house you they might not house me <laughs> right <laughs> tracy i'm i'm calling you tracy, tracy would probably so house i could me. come and spend time in nova scotia with you yes because i l-o-v-e it you guys i'm so happy to be back we're so happy, happy to have you, you. yeah i missed you thank you so much for allowing yeah. me especially last week time to hang with my fam last day the last oh night. my gosh of course of course yeah it's always uh kind of a sad day for me the last day my son said as soon as we got back he said well 
welcome to our two-year visit to St. George. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Then we go back to Maine. We uh, go every other yep. summer and... Uh-huh. It's a beautiful. Well, and it gave us an opportunity to have Scott here, oh, which yeah. was so, so fun. So and yeah, you guys it was were great. so sweet. You you said some lies about me, and I really appreciate those lies. Well, yeah, you'll well, pay we us were later. just trying to make you look good. Yeah, you you'll guys, pay us thank later. You. Thank yeah. you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, so okay. Episode 14. Episode 14. I know. It's so exciting. It's so fun for us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. crazy, and I love it so much. And I'm so excited. I um again. We're here together as friends. Patty, my dear friend. Kim Michelle, my dear friend. Me, your friend Jill. We love to talk. And that's one thing I've missed so much is being able to sit down and chat. We chat about everything. We talk about life, love, happiness, disappointments, frustrations, tears, families, uh, books, reading, school, yep. teaching, Whole all gamut. of the things. All of it. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the things that I asked you guys if we could talk about coming back um, today with our fir- with this this first episode back together is um, this whole concept of um, letting go of toxic emotions, toxic relationships, toxic people that have come into our lives that are causing us angst. such angst and sadness. Mm-hmm. And, and what are some, how do we work through that? What are some, some of the things that we um, together as the brain trust have experienced in our lives and how do we work through those things? Because I mean, truth be told, I've got some, I've got some feelings that I would love to, you know, gracefully let go of. Mm -hmm. And I love talking with you guys about all this stuff. So can we, let's talk about that today. Yeah. Let's do. I love letting go of negative energy. It's super rewarding and it feels like a, a weight and sometimes I think we hold stuff that we didn't even know we were holding. For sure. Until, for however we get rid of it, it goes away. Right. So um, I think we have to have places that are safe to release. Mm-hmm. However, do we do that. It could be release that on the treadmill, get in your car and drive and scream, break glass, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that you do. Some Talk to your friends. What yeah. are some of the ways we release like right. so actions. Well, you know, some of the things that I've been reading about, and these are things that I am mm-hmm. completely clear on. And it's mm-hmm. and it's easy for us to talk about it when we're in our calm heads, right? Right. When you're here. Yes. And mm-hmm. safe and yes. everybody loves you. Yes. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. when you're in your moment or when you're in a situation that is bringing you great grief and sadness, um, frustration, anger. I read, you know, some of the negative emotions, there's like five major negative emotions. There's anger, mm-hmm. fear, resentment, frustration, and anxiety. And I hold a lot of anxiety. I hold a lot of fear, which leads into anger, which leads into frustration, which a lot of the time also leads into resentment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's the ways of, one of my favorites is, you know, the mantra, creating a mantra that you can repeat in your head. There's creating some physical distance, which definitely is something that helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's working on our own self yeah. and our own baggage around whatever's happened. We've got um, practicing mindfulness. That's one of the things that, you know, I've just recently read a book with one of my other friends um, called When Things Fall Apart. Wait, you have other friends? 
Well, just now cheating. I'm in resentment. I'm angry, and I'm. <laughs> Should we create a distance? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's only when I'm cheating on you. <laughs> right, right. Just yeah. kidding. Mm-hmm. But it's called "When Things Fall, Ap- uh, Fall Apart" by Pema Children, and she's a Buddhist monk, um, a uh, contemporary, and uh, the book is fantastic around practices of letting go and how to work through chaos and 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 other situations. And I've also, while I was in Maine, started to read some snippets of a Zen master, a Vietnamese Buddhist monk named, um, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly, Lake Nacht Han. And I know I've probably slaughtered that name and I apologize uh, to him and to all the people that know I've slaughtered it. Well, he's a master, so he he'll be fine. He's with already it. let it go. Yeah, yeah he's, he's already. Let it go. I don't think he's going to hang on to he's that one. He's already elsaed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Elsa, he right. has totally let that go. Yes, <laughs> let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. Maybe that's what we mm-hmm. need to do. Is that yep. has to be one of the mm-hmm. the steps to managing negative emotions? Is singing, let, let it go. go. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. I love that. If you've ever seen my little nephew maybe we'll post oh, it oh wilkie yeah he uh my sister's son he um is on the spectrum and, but i'm telling you he's gonna do a broadway yes. rendition of let it go he's and he thinks he does it every day in his uh family room he is and fantastic. it is amazing so anyway <laughs> so he likes me too mm-hmm. he is jill's boyfriend it's my yeah. little other yeah. boyfriend mm-hmm. he's so stinking cute i think he's but eight seven. i think that is a great song, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that really is it, in, right. in, in my own way. I could create that as a mantra, but there's lots of ways, you know, engaging in self-care, accepting that the other person may not ever apologize. Um, probably won't. Probably actually. won't. And apologize. if the expectation is that that person will apologize and that's what you think you need mm-hmm. in order to be able to heal and move forward, then I'm going to suggest to you that you're going to be waiting a really long time to heal. So if healing is your priority, then you get to choose to move forward without the apology because Absolutely. the person, if they're a toxic person in your life, and we're going to come back and talk about what's the difference between like just somebody who shows up negative in your life and somebody who is really toxic. But if they're a really toxic person in your life, then the chances that they would ever show up with a real and genuine apology to you are practically non-existent. So if that is what you feel like you need in order to move forward, you get to realign what you need to move forward or otherwise, 20 years from now, you're going to still be stuck in the place you're stuck right now because you're still waiting for an apology that never came. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And that's honestly, like you said, the chances of that happening are so slim. It's probably like odds in the lottery for certain situations. mm -hmm. You know, uh, that's one of the phases I have is, you know, release. But the second thing is you have to allow other people to be who they're going to be. One, we can't control any of that. So if they are whatever offending us or hurting hurting us or whatever it is they're doing we have to we just have to okay i'm going to allow you to be like that but then but i also get to choose exactly how to mm-hmm. respond or how exactly. to distance myself or whatever it is right i'm a choice around those things that i get to choose into in order to protect myself 
and in order to create a space for me to be able to show up as my best self. They get to make their own choices. I can't choose for them. Right. I can only choose for me. And if I'm waiting on their choices, then I'm going to really, I'm giving all of my personal power to the person whose choice I'm waiting on. Wait a minute. KM, you're not in charge of everything? Or other people? Other people? Well, I am. But the rest of the world <laughs> right. is not. We're not, but just you. Okay, good. Good to know. I just want to clarify that because did something change while I was gone the last three weeks? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whole, the whole idea of having that negative energy in your space, and especially when you didn't anticipate it mm-hmm. showing up. Right. Yeah. And you're not quite sure what to do with it because it was so you know it's sudden sudden and uh, you know kind of sideswipes you for sure yeah unexpected mm-hmm. yeah, and unexpected That's- a big part of the whole experience that you were anticipating so a while ago i don't remember what episode it was but we did an episode on when things don't show up the way that you think they're going to mm-hmm. show up yeah and a lot of the things that we talked about then Um, are still very relevant to this conversation because that's part of what happened here that kind of gave us the opportunity to delve into this topic a little bit more is that things definitely didn't show up the way that one would have maybe thought that they were going to. And from that space, then it became very toxic very quickly. And so it was kind of like... one thing on top of another. Right. And then how do you get yourself into a place where you can reground yourself so that you can still move yourself forward, even though that's unresolved and probably will not be resolved necessarily between the two parties. And here's what I would say. It doesn't have to be because the other person is probably never going to come to the resolution table right. because they don't want to. Mm-mm. For no, whatever A lot reason, of people like to sit in that negative. That's right. And then they just sit and sit and then justify and justify and blame. And then shame. it's shame and blame. And it's so hard. It's harder on them. You know, I've, if you want to be a slave, harbor your resentment. And if that oh, yeah. other wow. person is harboring that resentment, they're a slave to that. Wow. Where, totally. Where That's, you and all of us get to choose to be free from that. Be free from that. Say that again, Patricia. If you want to be a slave, harbor yeah. your resentment. Yeah. Want to be. Because you're a slave to that and that's going to sit with you. And it comes off in so many areas of that person's life when mm-hmm. when they are storing that resentment and hate or anger or whatever it is that is happening so wow. we all have to find ways to release that I and i think that. that's I so to powerful too because that. if we really if we under really truly understood and embraced that then eventually we can probably choose into some level of compassion for that person because gosh, what a painful life to live Mm -hmm. that you are so full of resentment that you are probably pushing every ship from shore, right? Right. Every relationship Mm -hmm. you have is unmoored, is ungrounded, is lost to sea because you are so committed to your resentment. And And so what, what I think we need to 
jump back to uh, Kim Michelle is that we can't be, we have to let go of that negative energy too. Mm -hmm. So whether there's two parties, three parties, uh, depending on if somebody got their feelings hurt and the other person hurt those feelings, that person uh, feels justified in it. This person has to figure out how to let go of that hurt and negative stuff for them, for them, for them. them. And there's nothing you can do about that person. You just have to allow it and also recognize they're probably not going to let go of it and they're worse off. So bringing it back to, we have to be able to release that. So we're kind of, it's really not Kim Michelle in control. It's actually each one of us Mm -hmm. in control. Sorry yeah. to take that okay, power fine. away. Okay, fine. Sorry yeah. to take that power right, away. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Jill, and I think you need to circle back and, and read some, or t- tell us some of those ways in which you were saying we could do yeah. that. Yeah, and maybe before we go there, let's just let's just take a moment and talk about what is the distinction between negative, people who show up maybe negative in your life and people who show up toxic because Mm -hmm. they can be one and the same. For sure. If you have somebody in your life who is constantly just showing up in a negative space uh, and with a negative energy, that can bleed into this toxicity in your life. And you can have people who in a general sense, may not show up negatively in the world, but when it comes to their relationship with you, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it is very toxic. They bring out the worst. For whatever. You, yeah. They bring out the worst in you. For you bring out whatever the worst reason. In them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so, suck complete energy, just wear you life. out yes. because uh-huh. they suck the life, the life right out, out of you. you. Yeah. Right after. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so somebody could be negative and they, they're complainers. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Somebody the difference could be between, Eeyore. Yeah. They just could uh, be uh, an Eeyore okay. out of the going to rain on me anyway. They're just that they see the world through a perspective or a prism that. Um, is negative in their world. Mm-hmm. And usually some of that can be somewhat of a predisposition or personality sure. trait. But I think most of that is more that they've been groomed that way somehow from their own childhood through. Yeah. They choose to see the world that way so that they're not disappointed. Uh, maybe that they were hopeful at one time in their life and they've been disappointed and disappointed and disappointed. So they think the way to avoid that disappointment is to never hope Hope for Mm -hmm. anything to be positive or forward moving. So they always see the sky is falling. We hear that terminal or that, that phrase looking at life, the glass half full versus the glass half half empty. empty. Mm -hmm. And that is a pretty... That yeah, and, and, way to think of it and people who are negative or bring negative energy, they're not a lot, they're not fun to be around either, right. but it's less difficult than a toxic person. Yes. Is that what you're? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think if you see the world in just general terms as a, a place that is somewhat hostile, mm-hmm. someone that, uh, um, like I like to think of it as if you're a negative person, you probably think that the universe, whatever you call that greater power, is not aligned for your greater good. Okay. okay, and so the things that happen out in the world are not necessarily aligned for your greater They're good. They're against you. Right, they're working the world against, is against you mm-hmm. versus working for you. So I think that that is maybe somebody who just shows up with life is out kind of to get me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think that's different from someone who brings a toxic energy 
into your life and into your space because I think somebody who chooses into that has gone beyond the space of I just think that uh, life is kind of gloomy and out to get me. I think they believe that they have to be out to get somebody else, that they have to, in order for them to attempt to elevate themselves in the world in some way, mm-hmm. that they have to minimize someone else. Okay. And in that space then of minimizing someone else, they don't care what it sounds like. They don't care what they have to do in order to make that happen. They don't care what they say. They don't, it doesn't have to be true. Um, it may be true for them, in their head, but only because they've made it true in their head in order to justify whatever Mm -hmm. story they've told themselves. So I think those people who tend to show up toxic, it's personal. Negative people, I think it's circumstance driven, Mm -hmm. right? The circumstances around me are just gloomy all the time. I think toxic people, they, it is person driven it is a person or personality and at that point you are the enemy and i must destroy you kind of yeah that's now if you ask them they would say no i'm protecting myself and i'm protecting the people that i care about they probably would not say that they were a toxic person right or that they're intentionally attempting to demean you or you know, but uh, in my experience, um, yeah, it's that's heavy. Yeah, because there's life is hard enough without alienating and pushing away and hurting others. And I get why we do. I mean, that's <laughs> Lord knows that I have done my share of hurting others, mm. intentional or not. Here's here's what I think. I'm gonna is, have to say yeah, no on no, that. I, and, that's and not a thing. Here's what I think is the difference. I think a toxic person will say maybe one thing, even to you, but will say something completely different, designed specifically to alienate you from the other people that are in your mm-hmm. sphere. That that is the goal and agenda. That to me is toxic. That is that is different than just somebody who is negative about life and the world around them. That's when you really probably have to do a lot of being gentle with yourself and allowing those negative emotions of that person to just kind of flow right over you like a duck. And yeah, maybe and maybe some sage. And a lot yeah. of sage. <laughs> yeah. sage out that <laughs> area. Yeah. I mean, those are the those are the people in your life where you get to say that there are people in my sphere like if your relationships are a target and the people in the very center of that target are the ones that are in the closest not I don't mean relationship because unfortunately some of the people who may be toxic to you might actually be in close relationship to you. But if the ones that are in the center of that target, in that bullseye, are the ones that you have close relationships with, then as you go out to the outer rings, you would have then the farther you go out, the less 
closeness of that relationship. Mm -hmm. Those people that are truly toxic, no matter where they are on the relationship spectrum, whether they're actually somebody who's related to you Mm -hmm. or has has been a long-term friend, but they're now in this toxic kind of relationship for whatever reason, it's time to move them from wherever they were to the outer rings (laughs) for your own sanity and for your own good health. Now, you can still choose to be in a loving space and create an opportunity for them to come back in, but they've got to make some serious choices on there. Right, because it's not healthy. I was just going to say a few years ago, I decided um, quality over quantity isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah. And that's how you ended up with us. And that's, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's true, really, when you think about about what the feelings and emotions are when you're younger, at least for me, I just wanted to be everybody's friend. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Did it meanest, matter who? From the meanest girl to the nicest girl to... I wanted everybody to like me. Oh, for sure. And I kind of still do. Was that yesterday? I, that, <laughs> I think yeah, I just wrote I, that yesterday. I still kind of have that why issue. Doesn't the, yeah. Why doesn't the mailman like me? Well, but seriously, that like all the people, and I know this for you guys too, the people that we have in our lives uh-huh. are definitely quality loves. And yes, Patty, I'm with you. There are still... There are still a million places in my life where I want to be liked. I want to be liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's hard when you, for whatever, realize that we can't all like each other. You know? Well, and I've actually was just going to say there's friends of mine that are quality friends that I don't get to spend a lot of time with, too, mm-hmm. that I used to maybe spend more time with, but right. I don't get to anymore. And um for whatever reason, life you know right, yeah. happens, but but there are definitely where do I want my energy to be yeah. put? Yeah, and, and when you do spend time with those friends, is it like you were just with them yesterday? Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. even a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Picking up mm-hmm. where right you where you left, left off, off yeah. which is mm-hmm. what I love about the people in my life because yep. that is how it rolls. Yeah, yeah. We pick up where we left off, and for sure. so you know. The ones that bring about the negative and the pain and the emotions that don't serve us, you know, it's at this age, you don't, you find you just don't invite that drama into you. No, no. And that's where you release that. You have to be able to release the, you have to be able to release. It's okay if they don't like me Mm -hmm. because I'm okay on my own or it's okay that I'm going to allow them to be like that. And they're going to, that's going to be their narrative. I know, I know a different narrative. This is their journey to fi- yeah. figure out. So I'm going to release I don't that. need to be mm-hmm. a warrior in their journey. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to let them that, have their own hero journey yeah. here right now. And Thank I you, don't Joseph need to Campbell. be a part of their <laughs> epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, there's a really, you know, in uh, thinking about ways to let go of um, those negative and toxic emotions and people that, that venture into our space. I found this really interesting website. It's called the very well mind.com. And, uh, the people that are on that write for this website, uh, everything that's written is, um, reviewed by the board and the people on the board are, um, 
like psychiatrists, psychologists, mindfulness teachers, um, internal medicine physicians, pediatric specialists, neurologists, meditation specialists, and they all come from a mix of Western and Eastern um, medicine and practices. And they talk about these ways of um, creating a more centered space centered life for yourself, yeah. which is letting go. And so some of those things that I mentioned before, um, ways to navigate and, and um, manage negative emotions came from that site. They also talked about how we also have to, we can't extinct those negative things and push them aside and not recognize them. And, and hold, you know, because you can compartmentalize everything and put it in a, in a box and set it aside because eventually that stuff comes back and yeah. has to come well, out in yeah. some shape. Yeah. If, if you're, and we know now, we ha doctors, all of the right. people all you're talking people, about right. know that the mind-body connection is what creates health. And if we have stored negative energy, that turns into illness. Uh -huh. Yeah. And so we have to be able to fix our mind and release that negative, those negative toxins that are negative emotions. Right. And, or we're not going to be Absolutely. healthy. And so. that was, that was one of the things that was fascinating to me was this concept of mindfulness within all, you know, all of these areas, engaging in self-care, being mindful that you need to take care of yourself. Um, mindfulness around allowing those negative energies to flow over you. So all of these, these suggestions that they made, creating physical uh, distance, doing your own work, they're all centered around being mindful about that emotion and that feeling and that hurt or pain or whatever that you're experiencing. And so for me, this concept of mindfulness is really, it's come up a lot for me in the last little while. And like I mentioned before, I've been reading a little bit more about it. Um, another person that's on the board, his name is uh, Mike Bayer, mm -hmm. and we're familiar with him because mm -hmm. we've read a book by him called yep. Best Self, yep. Coach Mike. Um, and if any of you have not read that book, it's a fantastic book yeah. around who are we going to show up as? And we can't always show up as our perfect best self, but when we recognize what our negative self looks like, mm -hmm. How, who do we choose? Do we choose mm -hmm. our best self or do we choose our negative self? And that really, you know, that mindfulness practice right there, I, you know, that's, it's been a really interesting thing to, yeah. to, to have these things really coming in my space right now. And one of the things I love about that conversation about uh, best self or highest self or authentic self and your anti-self or mm -hmm. not best self is that there isn't a, judgment about which one is showing up. It is just a mindfulness practice right. about stepping back and saying, you are at choice here. Yep. Mm -hmm. You are at choice. So which of these is showing up and is that an intentional choice on your part? And if it isn't, then would you like it to be? And if you want it to be an intentional choice, then what do you choose now? So I love that whole concept. Yeah. And in fact, um, 
as I go back into the classroom. Yay, Yay. Mrs. Poland. Uh, so way, many Mrs. of Poland, you know. Wait, wait, wait Mrs. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Yes, Poland, uh-huh. can I turn this assignment in late? Can I turn this Can in Can you late? turn that assignment May in May I please turn this in late? Well, I don't know. We're going to have a conversation about <laughs> is that your best self or is that your anti-self that's talking to me right now? <laughs> right. And we're going to have a conversation about that because I am... So excited to be going back in the classroom and we are excited for those kids to have you. Um, Oh my gosh, yeah. But I'm definitely bringing these types of concepts back into the classroom and I'm really excited to see how they play out. Well, concepts like accountability. I don't care. I'm still bringing them into the classroom because, yeah, concepts around victim responsible and concepts around, you know, um, quality based standards that we're going to perform to in the classroom. Um, and those types of things. Yeah. So civility, like you mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah, civility is going to be one that. of the, when we walk into my classroom, this is one of the practices we're in is a practice of civility. So Right, which could lead into, well, does lead into just what we're talking about. Are we going to be the negative slash toxic? Are we going to show up in civility? Yeah. And when we don't, when we choose to not show up in civility, how are we going to adjust that? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I think the first part is exactly what you're talking about, which is a mindfulness practice. Yes. And the first part of mindfulness is to have an awareness around where you're at right now in this moment. What are you choosing and why are you choosing it? And does that choice serve you? And if that choice doesn't serve you, then what are the other choices that you could make that would serve you better? Yeah. And I just think that's such a powerful conversation. Those kids are so lucky to have you come Aww. in. You, I, are, you have all sorts of great magical insight. I think that's I know. I need, I, want, I need to take your class, actually. Yeah. Um, but Kim, Michelle, and Jill, I um, think mindfulness has to be practiced. It's practiced mm-hmm. all day, every day, so that you can step back before you become your worst self. For me, I can just be reactive Mm -hmm. and I show up as my worst self. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't give myself that time to go, oh, how should I show up? Because I'm so emotionally charged at the time. So, but because I don't practice that mindfulness and take note, okay, how am I feeling right now? Mm -hmm. Because there are, um, I really do believe that there are, small hints that you're heading into an emotional reactive state. <laughs> we and all so, know yeah, what those are, whether so, we want to admit it or right. not. So for me, I need to be mindful of how I'm feeling steps ahead of my emotional charge so that I have a place to choose to show up as my best self. Yeah. And that's a definite, you know, nudge for me this week is to start practicing some of that it's, mindfulness. It's the practice. Cause that's really hard. Yeah. It's you can't just do it unless you've no. been practicing. And that's, that's a huge awareness. It really is. And I would encourage to in that moment where you're like, Oh, okay, I'm going to step back here. That's exactly when you, and you remove yourself. That's when you want to take some time to say, okay, what led up to my decision to remove myself? What was I feeling? What was the conversation? What was escalating for me? Because it's in that moment that you'll start to see the patterns and you'll start to recognize them sooner. Right. We call those timeouts. 
Yeah, well, that's we what I have right outs. here. Put yourself in time it's, out. It's mm-hmm. one of the best. That's one of the things I have here. Yeah. As well as um, Elsa it <laughs> is put yourself in time out. It's right. a behavioral management yeah. 101 is putting yourself mm-hmm. in time out and mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm going to have to step away. We talked about that with, about Babs. Yeah. Abby, right. your daughter. She does that. I'm yeah. going to have to get back to you. I'm going to have to think mm-hmm. about this. That's, I mean, I think yeah. that's a fantastic tie well, into, you know, giving yourself that break, kind of like bumpers on a bumper car before you go crashing into something, you know, mm-hmm. let your bumpers yeah, slow right. you down. So Jill, I have to give you credit for something. This last uh, spring, I was having some negative energy around a coworker. It wasn't you. Oh, dang it. I know. And it wasn't what? me because I wasn't a coworker. We working. <laughs> but I could not get past this issue of just couldn't. I'm like, oh, everything bothered me. Everything they said was dumb. And I was so stuck and it just sat right here. And I just couldn't even get past any of it. And uh, I wasn't really recognizing it. I just thought I was justified in not liking this person or not honoring where they were and you said uh you probably need to figure out how to get rid of some of that negative energy around that person and you said it and I went oh I probably do because I'm not getting past this Mm -hmm. and so I went to a gal that does some energy work and she with you know we I wrote 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 fast wrote all the things that were bothering me and mm. of course writing is a great way great to release ways. some of the really energy. great way um and and uh of course I uh burned that later mm-hmm. right right that's and, a, or I ripped actually I ripped it up I just ripped yep, that shredded it up yep. yep and um and she said release mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I did and then she said, you have to allow that person to be how they are because you're not in control. And then if you want to um, respond to them, do it privately, energetically, do it with someone else or just get rid of that energy around them on your own, like talk about it to them, but not to them. Right. So that when you do go to talk to them later, if you can, you don't have that mm-hmm. a- energy around it. And it honestly, my thumbs even stopped hurting. After I did that, they're starting to hurt again. I probably need to call her, <laughs> but, uh, but or him. yeah. And, and I think, you know, having such a good friend and I have, I have all, you two and I have other friends who are good at calling me out on my crap, uh, which I appreciate cause that's a, what a good friend is. That's yep. a kind friend. That's a kind friend. That's an honest, yep. kind friend. Um, but you know, you just saying you probably ought to work on that cause you're not getting past this. And, and then I became that negative person yeah mm-hmm. you know and that's so, the thing when you, you hold that energy it's really hurting you and my friend it's yeah, like uh, exactly. i don't want to go to lunch with you because all you do is talk about no. this thing. <laughs> no. but but yeah i never want to be that person and i'm grateful that you said go work that out wow so thank wow. you wow i don't even well gosh thank you yeah no thank you that. No, and that you. is one of no, the main no, things. No, no, you. no, you. Okay, love fest. That is one of the main things is to step back and give yourself some time mm-hmm. before you respond to some type of negative feedback that you've received, which that's all that is. It's just feedback. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't mean it truth. doesn't mean anything Mm-mm. until you attach some kind of meaning to it. Right. So all well, you've received is some feedback. So step back and don't respond give yourself a safe place to 
deal with those emotions. Rant. If yeah. you need to rant, write, 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 write Just a letter, write, 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 don't, write. Don't push send. Don't do that. And I honestly, there's some pretty good research. I know a lot of people now only write on their devices, but there actually is some pretty good research around the difference between writing on your electronics versus writing oh, yeah. pen to paper. That cathartic thing. Yes. I bet. So if it really is for an emotional type of response, uh, release or something like that, I would encourage you to pen to paper, write, 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 write. Don't worry about spelling. spelling don't worry about yeah. grammar. Don't worry about punctuation. None mm -hmm. of that. Um, and then destroy it, like Patty talked about. Either rip it up or burn it or whatever. Just destroy it because in that moment, you're going to release those words, that energy, whatever. You're going to release it to a power greater than you because that power can resolve it. Yeah. And you're just going to release that energy and release those words, release all of that to something bigger and greater than you. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you do have a chance to talk to them if that's an, if you have that opportunity then you know use some humor if you can that always goes a long way try to see maybe where they were coming from in the conversation if you can and come from a place of responsible not blame not I, shame I, I not guilt but yeah when i heard that here's how i chose to respond mm -hmm. and i didn't I didn't respond Help very me well. Understand? Mm -hmm. Yep, mm -hmm. exactly. Well, those are all great thoughts. So, what would be? I know the gentle nudge for me is to become more mindful about how I become emotionally charged. Okay, so should I emotionally charge you a couple times this week so that you have the practice. opportunity yes, to I be practice in practice? Makes it, yeah. No, I think I, have, such a I, good think I have enough people in my life that already do that. So <laughs> I think I'm good on that. <laughs> now I just need to be aware of what's, what is uh, yeah. happening in my body. Great. I would say my gentle nudge this week would be one of the ways to move yourself through those toxic or those negative feelings and emotions is to practice the same kinds of elements of be kind that you would do for other people and to do them for yourself. So if you have negative self-talk going on in your own head, I'm gonna encourage you this week to be in the practice of, would I say something that my negative self-talk is saying to me right now? Would I say that to Jill or would I say that to my good friend Patty? Right. No way in a million years would I say half the stuff that's going through my own head that I'm saying to me, would I say that to my good dear friends here? No. If I would not say it to them, then shame on me if I choose to say it to me. So then relanguage all of that in a way that loves me and embraces me in a more holistic way. That's awesome. My gentle nudge is to uh, do a quick little dive into what mindfulness really is and see if how it fits or how it could fit. It's an easy easy little Google search. I love that. And I'm sure we're going to do a more in-depth dive into mindfulness somewhere down the road here in a fully dedicated podcast. Absolutely. Blue bowl. Blue bowl. Okay. You guys go first. What made me smile most this week? 
Hmm. Well, it was my 30th wedding anniversary last yes. week. Yes. So that was fun. Happy and um, anniversary. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was awesome. And um, what made me smile? Well, uh, God, a lot of things, but um, we, right, my husband was sick on the actual day of the anniversary. So we didn't open presents yeah. till about four days later because. Yeah. He was really sick. He was really sick, yeah, yeah. And I had um, put his present inside a stuffed animal, but he had put mine inside the same stuffed animal. <laughs> so I, I, he handed me the present. I said, no, that's your present. And he's like, wait, no, that's your present. So <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, it was so we cute. opened them, but all is well. Uh, that made me laugh a little. That was yeah, so great. That's so cute. Uh, mine is, um, what am I most looking forward to? So uh, one of the things that I'm most looking forward to that I'm also a little a little nervous about is uh, stepping back in the classroom because I step back Yay. into it next week with teachers meetings. And uh, just shout out to my husband who, um, it, 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 is, it is a boiler here and there's not air conditioning in my room turned on yet classroom. and in my classroom mm -hmm. and so we go over there my husband and I to start setting up my classroom and we're in there less than an hour and I mean sweat is dripping. just dripping from uh, each of us and he's just been such a trooper going over there and helping uh, set up how I want my walls to look and my we put a new desk in there and all kinds of stuff like that. So just shout out to him. But I'm really, really looking forward to getting that all in place. And it's been, you know, just 16 years since I've been in the classroom. Oh my gosh, so, that's great. you know, I'm a little um, wondering if. Um, so everything is exactly like. the same oh, well, then today. I'm, oh, yeah, that's as awesome. It was then nothing to worry ago. about. I'm ready <laughs> yes. to go. Yeah. Let's start tomorrow. Last, last time you taught, I don't think kids had phones like they do today. Not like they, they do they today. Didn't have it smartphones. was, you know, a few kids had one here or there, right. you mm. know, so, but it was not like um, yeah. every well, kid on has one. Yeah. Full on electronics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, it's going to be you're gonna a do brave fantastic. new world. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, mine is biggest accomplishment of the week, and that is that I actually came home from Maine. Yes. Yeah. It was touch and go. <laughs> yeah. We were a little nervous if we were going to have to go, you know, up get her, kidnap her, or what. So uh, that was my biggest which accomplishment. We done, oh, I'm for I'm, sure. Yeah. I'm so glad you did. I'm yeah. glad I did too. Yeah. Me too. So love you guys. So uh, our book for next. Yep. Um, Next week's call, which Patty will not be here I for. I will be able to be here. She's flying away on yeah. a jet plane. Yeah. I don't know I, what song that is, so I, 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 can't, even, I, I can't even I join in. My students, <laughs> my students will tell you I make up songs on all the fly the, mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. so they will be talking about the book, uh, The Book, book Woman, Woman of, of Troublesome, Troublesome Creek. Creek. I hope you're reading it. Oh, good. Yes. So plenty of time to still read it if you haven't or listen to it. It's going to be a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And you will learn so much. Yeah. I learned so much. Mm -hmm. Yes. So thank you for st yep. for stopping by today. And thank, thank you. For your thank comments. you. Bye. Good See you later. To be back. Love you guys. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk.
This has been a production from a podcast studio.